Welcome to today's episode where I'm going to be sharing my view about triggers and why they are after the path to you embodying your best life. So stay tuned. Welcome to Embody Your Best Life. This is the place where we're going to clarify everything that you no longer need to truly release everything that is weighing you down to be able to shine bright and create your amazing goals. My name is Dina Marabi. I am a business and body balance coach, and you are going to be receiving in all these episodes proven scientific and successful ways to help you get unstuck and actually make things happen. And I'm so excited to have you here. And let's get started with today's episode. This topic about trigger actually has come up in different ways in terms of my private practice, my business, but as well regarding social media and how we very often get triggered regarding the things that we are seeing. Now, the aim of today's podcast is to actually bring you some awareness of how we can actually shift our perception to what bothers us and truly understand what is a healthy and balanced and successful process to no longer be triggered anymore. And here's the truth. With social media, with TV, with shows, with podcasts, with books, there is this abundance, like an exaggeration of things that can actually come into our life in front of us or that we can hear that will trigger us. The world will always keep sending things that might trigger you. And very often in these moments, when we get triggered, We may get angry, we might start doubting ourselves, and we might feel like we need to kind of cut all communication with, let's say, that person or that account or that social media icon or that, you know, person, group, so on and so forth. Because it's like, no, this thing is triggering. I don't want to be triggered anymore. I'm just going to close the door on them. However, you're actually doing yourself a disservice. And let me explain to you why this can be a disservice, and as well how it can show up with some real examples that I've had through the years. Now, as you might know, if you're new to my world, my name is Dina Marabi. I am a nutritionist, neurolinguistic programming practitioner, and as well a yoga and mindfulness teacher. And I've been in business for 21 years. Of course, when I started my business, I was just a dietitian. And when I say I was just a dietitian, I took pretty much what I was taught in school of calories, macro, micronutrients, so on and so forth. But as I kind of deepened my practice of helping people that were struggling with their weight, disordered eating, eating disorders, we realized that it's really a subconscious mindset way of seeing that we need to actually help them shift. And they might have things that are actually triggering them to go deeper in their unhealthy behaviors. Now, Some clients, and I'm going to talk more about binge eating because that's really uh, an example that's going to be so clear that at that moment, I didn't know how to react. But now that I'm looking at it, I'm like, wow, that would have been such an amazing opportunity to talk to my client about that. I I was really like going intense with my social media regarding binge eating, helping people break free from binge eating by actually eating their way to health and food freedom. Because I do not believe there's good or bad food doesn't exist. There's no junk food, healthy food, superfood. Food is food. So to kind of vary up the posts and the pictures I was using with my social media, with my ads, and with my group, I would put 
different foods, different foods that I know people were struggling with. And I saw it in a way of adding variety, adding color, but as well adding a normality that I'm posting pictures, not only of salads and smoothies that you see a lot of people do, but I was posting pictures of cookies, cakes, and ice cream to normalize these foods over on social media. And I remember there's this one person, she was part of my group and my free group that I had in Facebook. And she actually sent me a private message. She told me, I like what you have to say, but your pictures are triggering. You put a picture of a cookie today and it really triggered me, made me think about cookies and wanting to binge eat because I saw the picture. If you continue having pictures like this, I will have to leave the group because it makes me very uneasy to see pictures of these types of food. Now, I'm not reading it. This is like kind of like what I took away from it. And it was a bit of a longer paragraph, but this is really the message that she sent me. And my first reflex was, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry I put a picture of a food that triggered you. And I stopped putting those pictures. I thought I was doing a service to that person because she stayed in the group and she kept following through with everything that I was sharing. But I actually as well did a disservice to her because I truly believe now when I'm actually talking about this is that whatever is triggering you means you have to work on it. Whatever is triggering you means it has power over you. Whatever is triggering you is what needs to be released for you to be able to actually break free and create your best life. Triggers are a sign of uneasiness. Triggers are a sign something is shaking up on the inside and we cannot keep avoiding those triggers thinking that's going to be the, that's going to, be the path to success. Now, there's different types of triggers. I'm not saying every time we're triggered, we have to kind of like face it and look at it, but When you look at that example that it was somebody who was looking at a picture of a, it was actually cookies, chocolate chip cookies. I still remember the picture. The picture of chocolate chip cookies. If if a picture is triggering you, not even the food in front of you, then we have to do the work. We have to create a dissociation from that because it is just a picture. And this is the something that, was one of my first classes in my neurolinguistic programming certification. There was a picture with a cigar. No, it was a pipe. And then it's written below it. This is not a pipe. This is a picture of a pipe. And that for me was like, huh, that's interesting. Because when we change the way we see things, the way we see things change. Seeing that cookie, thinking that that's a chocolate chip cookie, it's a picture. It's a picture of chocolate chip cookies. And if just seeing that picture is triggering you, I truly believe, and this is the, this is the work that I do. This is how I love living my life. I like to pass through my triggers. I like to move beyond them. I struggled with binge eating. I would be able to eat a whole box of cookies. And I still remember I would drive to McDonald's back in the day and order, I think, a trio, a pizza, when they had pizza. (laughs) That was a long time ago. I didn't like pizza. 
And then I think I would have like an ice cream at the same time. Like might as well let me have everything now before I go home being judged for what I'm eating. But I don't remember, was I, get, was, was I getting triggered by these pictures because we didn't have social media back then? I'm a little bit older than some people that might be listening to this podcast. But even me with what I was going through, it's not by avoiding those foods that I was able to actually take my power back. I actually realized what my emotional triggers were, what my environmental triggers were, and what my physical triggers were that were leading me to binge eat. And when I was able to actually heal the emotional, physical, environmental triggers and not them being triggers anymore, I broke free from the binge eating. Now I pass, I have pizza and it's like, okay, we go out for dinner, people want desserts, I don't feel like dessert. I'm like, okay, it's, it's just food now. But this did not happen by causing restrictions and avoiding all the triggers. Triggers are a sign that there's something we need to work on. That is my true belief. There is a trigger, there's some work to be done because that is what true freedom is to be able for you to create your best life and embody your best life. And let me give you another example that actually happened regarding social media. I don't know if you follow too much what's happening in terms of you know the Met Gala, but I don't talk much. I just love the dresses and I'm like, everyone's all pretty. But I did a post regarding Kim Kardashian that she had to lose 15 pounds to fit in the iconic Marilyn Monroe dress. So I will actually link up my Facebook post right below here so you can actually see my thought behind it. And I brought it more in terms of how people were kind of like talking down to her, like, how dare you lose 15 pounds? Um, you're not the right image for people. This is toxic culture, you know, all that stuff. But the way that I saw it was that she lost 15 pounds for a role because her life is a role. Like her, her role is, is who she is. And she lost that weight to fit into that iconic dress that cannot be altered. But then we're attacking her for not being the right image for women out there and kids out there. But then we don't talk bad about all the men that had to change their weight for iconic roles. Like, for example, we have Tom Hanks that had to lose the weight for Philadelphia. We have even um, Chris Hemsworth that had to actually gain weight for uh, Thor. So we have these, or people had to like get buffed up for in Jurassic Park, for the Avengers, for Captain America. Like, we have all these other male roles where people are playing a role and sculpting their body in a certain way to fit that role. And I saw that as a double standard because these men very often are like supported. Wow, the dedication to lose the weight for a role or wow, look at you training so much. But as well, women do not get this kind of appreciation. I'm not saying we have to appreciate that, but you know what I mean? Like they don't get that kind of like, ooh, good for her. She did this for an iconic dress. We don't see that. And that's the other thing that happened is that when I wrote that post and do, like hopefully still going to be there because some people are getting a little bit, whew, a little bit intense with the comments, had to moderate it a bit, but there's a double standard in terms of men can do what they want and women were judging them according to what they should, they should not do in terms of their body and were like putting the whole pressure of them having to support society when 
Somebody said, Kim is a grown-ass woman. <laughs> she wants to do what she wants with her body. She's playing a role. This is her brand. This is her industry. And someone mentioned, well, this can be very triggering for people struggling with eating disorders. Here is the thing. Remember what I talked about triggers? Like, I had anorexia. I had binge eating. And I know when we're deep in that, neg that, 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 that negativity of an eating disorder, everything can be triggering, right? We keep comparing ourselves to all these people that is not realistic. How Kim is, for me, that is not reality. That is a role she's playing. It's like, for me, it's like unreal. I see it as another world. Now I'm able to. But if we feel like social media is part of our day-to-day -day life, we cannot ban social media. But I truly believe Tell me if you want me to talk more about this regarding social media and eating disorders. Like, I'm so happy to talk about this. But if somebody sees the Kim Kardashian as a trigger for their eating disorder, or somebody sees like a picture of a cookie, it's a trigger for an eating disorder. The most important thing is that we have to dissociate ourselves from that trigger. Being able to not compare ourselves to that person, not to compare ourselves of our lack of focus when it comes to seeing a picture of a cookie. Giving ourselves a little bit more power, but as well creating a dissociation between who we are, what is reality, and what is not real. The actors, the singers, their job is their shape. Their job is their body. And it is their choice. Is it right or wrong? This is really not my place to say anything. If they tell people they should be losing the weight or being a size two, then yes, they are wrong in that sense. But if somebody is doing what they want in their life for their career, who are we to judge them? But if they're triggering us, that means there's something that we need to work on. Especially as adults, there's no more excuse as an adult. There is no more excuse as an adult to not do the work if you're triggered by something. When I see Kim, trust me, I saw the picture. I'm like, wow, what a beautiful dress. So nice. And I just kept going. I just saw it as a picture, as art. That's the way I saw it. I didn't start judging myself. Like, I think we'll have to take maybe like five of those iconic dresses and maybe then I can fit into one. But it's like, that's not me. This is her role. This is her job. This is what she wanted to do. She had a goal and she went for it. And why are women judged and not men? And why are we letting these outside people, outside circumstances, trigger us? We cannot block them. But we can dissociate ourselves from not getting emotionally involved with what they're doing. You can look. You can appreciate. You can get away from the physicality and just look at the global, like, the nice sparkly dress. But if every time that you see somebody who is slim, who is fit, who is like eating a cookie, anybody, you're looking at them and you're like, this is so triggering. This is not making me feel good. It makes me feel guilty. It makes me feel like fat and ugly and stupid. Like this is my dialogue that I had and my clients a lot have that dialogue. If you ever go into this whole like negativity, this is the thing. This is the moment that you actually have to take a step back and say, I need to work on me. Because why am I letting this person that I don't know 
that I will never meet, well, maybe one day we'll meet them, dictate how I should be happy and how I should be. And again, if you believe being a size two is happiness, we need to talk about this. You need to talk about it with somebody. I was actually a size zero. And I was never as miserable as that face. Miserable. Size zero. A size that not lead to happiness. Fitting into an iconic dress does not lead to happiness. Being fit, having six-pack abs does not lead to happiness. Having no more sugar cravings does not lead to happiness. Happiness leads to inner well-being. Happiness. Self-care. Self-soothe. Self-compassion. And this is why when something is triggering you, I want you to take a step back and say, why is this triggering me? Why is, especially social media, why is this from somebody that I have no idea who that person is? Why is what I'm seeing right now triggering me? Journal on it. And if you find that everything is triggering, you cannot go through this on your own. We cannot block social media. We cannot go up in a mountain in a cave and just be. Life is meant to be lived on your terms and to be happy. Happiness is not a size. Happiness is an inner state. I would love to know, what are your thoughts about this? Do you feel like there's things that are triggering you? Is what I'm saying triggering you? And if it is triggering you, reach out to me. Message me with a lot of love and compassion. Tell me why is this triggering you. That bothers you, that gets under your skin. Message me, get it out. But the only way to get to happy, to embody your best life, your best life on your terms, is by releasing the effects, what events and people and pictures and food have over you and your actions and your day to day mood. Life is too short to be triggered. Would love to know your thoughts message me. I love having these discussions. And again, before I let you go for today, I really want you to always remember that whatever you are seeing out there, even if you're seeing things like, like I'm doing or other people that are doing, remember, each one is there to be living their best life. But do you know what your best life is? Very often we don't. We don't take the time to actually know what we want. Remember, not a size, not a number on the scale, not an amount of money in the bank account, because all that is fleeting. What do you really want to create in your life? What, what do you want? When you focus on what do you want, it's going to help you work on the triggers and releasing them. And when you live a life with minimal triggers, the freedom that comes from this, is like nirvana in a certain way. So enlightening, so freeing. So calming. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode that was inspired by the Met Gala of Kim Kardashian, but as well with a client that was triggered by chocolate chip cookie pictures on social media. And whenever we're triggered, the only thing it means is that we have some inner work and inner healing to do. So on that note, I wish you a beautiful, balanced, and happy day. And I'll catch you in the next episode. If you are loving this content and you want more, do not hesitate to follow me over on social media at Dina Mervi and as well over on my website, dinamervi.com. 
And as well, I have an amazing gift for you. I would truly be grateful for you to share an amazing review right here about this podcast to inspire others to tune in and to change their life. And by sharing your amazing review, do not forget to screenshot it before you send it. Email it to us, info at dinamary.com, and I have amazing guided meditations to send to you that will truly transform your life. So I cannot wait to connect with you, and I will see you in the next episode.